This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. I'm joined here by my co-host Rick Lee. Woo. And I got a very special guest, someone who's been the homie, the big homie, you know, and seen a lot of content as I was coming up in this game. Someone I admire a lot. He's a chef, an author, director, a multi-hyphenate like me. And sometimes I feel like the more hyphenates you add, the more <laughs> mediocre you seem in every aspect of it. Like for me personally, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I got to stop adding shit. Yeah. You know, I'm diluting myself, you Come know on. what I mean? But this man right here has executed so many things on an excellent level and just like killing it. Eddie Huang, everybody. Let's Thank go. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Domi. I appreciate that, man. You're the best. Nah, real. man. Thank you for coming mayor on the show. Mayor of K-Town. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what are you the mayor of, bro? I, I feel like you're mayor of something. Yo, not, I'm not even the mayor of my own house now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Nah, I'm just, I'm just chilling, you know? I'm, I'm at my wife's service now, but you definitely mayor of K-Town. Man, I sure. appreciate that, bro. And I feel like I, I see you so much in K-Town. Sometimes I'll just be like biking or jogging and yeah. I'll see you and I'll be like, yo, I saw you, by the way, at that restaurant or whatever. I stay out here, man. Yeah. Like, this is the best place to eat. Yeah. You know, if I'm not eating like in Glendale or SGV, I'll probably eat in K-Town. Nice. You know? Nice. So, I mean, all three of them, I'm pretty equal. Those are your favorite areas in Los Angeles for food? Yeah. Either I'm eating like Persian, Armenian food, or then I'm eating Korean food, or I'm eating Chinese, Taiwanese food. You know? Got like, you. That's really it. And, and then there's like hot girl shit, you know, with yeah. just the kale white bean salad, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it skin tea, right? Well, what's, your, what's, your, <laughs> what's your cooking to like eat, eating out, you know, ratio? I would say it's probably, you know... Since wifey been pregnant, it's like 60-40 cooking at home and the pod because now we tape out the crib. Right. So that's at least two days we're eating just the same pot of food at home. Got you. Yeah. I, actually, it might even be 70 now because two episodes of the pod and then weekends we don't move. Yeah. So it's really, I'd say like five to six days cooking in the crib now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this he cooks is the most the big pots. in a minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He cooks in the big joints, you know what I mean? Yeah. Save it in the fridge. No. Exactly. I'd be freezing shit. I'm yep. still so just like <laughs> cheap. Ziploc you know? bag rice? Come on, man. Yeah. I'll be making my girl like a coffee and she doesn't finish it and she'll just leave it out. <laughs> I'll come back three hours later and finish it. She's like, did you just drink a used beverage? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, that's 75 cents. Have like, you? Do you do well with just like eating the same leftovers possibly like oh, back yeah. to back day day after day? Look, it gets better. It gets better. Really? Man. Okay. Like, I got to get used to that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I stopped. I, I like the variety. You Especially know what I mean? Korean food. Be Let's like, go. The pickles, you just leave in the fridge. Like if I get like to go, like get a gamjatang soup, yeah, right? Yeah. I'll eat that thing for like two, three days and then there's still like extra rice because you get extra i'll like make fried rice with the pickles out of it right like, right really getting speaking my language cheap, right like my dad. the variation yeah, yeah. Of, of all the different things you can make bro, out i'll of. eat yeah. the coagulated jelly bro yeah. you know what I, mean? <laughs> I won't even yeah. heat up the soup i'll just eat it out the styrofoam straight yeah. on bro, some jello i ate an old ralph's chicken out the fridge last <laughs> oh yeah i mean that, 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 that's classic you know ralph's chicken. the fridge cold and i was like that wing looks crispy yo and, <laughs> My girl thinks I'm absolutely disgusting, and I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. But I'm like a human garbage can. Yeah. 
Man, that that's amazing. It's frugality, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom's like, no, I don't eat leftovers. I'm like, yeah, this that's why you look the way you look. And we look, we look like we ate everybody. I, I sound bougie right now, go, baby. Yeah. I sound bougie right now. Yeah. You know, I feel bad because now my mom lives in the, the same building as me. Oh, this building? in this building wow. right here, and uh, you know. She, I've been taking care of her forever, but she's been in another apartment. And yeah. I was just like, you know what? This place is nicer. I should move her in yeah. here. And it's not like and she, we go by. We have fob keys, so she can't come on my floor unless she, Sick. you know, she you has the right fob that. key. You need at least I need that. at least that. You know what I'm saying? These are adult bunk beds. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> These are just adult bunk beds right now. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's worked out because I see her pretty often. It's mainly just on my end when I want to see her. She never just, like, pops up on me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like. I pull up on her, and also when I have like extra food or whatever, I bring it to her. Yeah, oh, so that's like a nice way to always have somebody to give for sure food respect, to. man. Yeah, <laughs> you look at me a certain type of way when I ask for the two go box, man. When yeah. we go to the restaurant, <laughs> kind of look at me. A no, little, no, 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 a little condescending. I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I'm, I'm not a huge. It's weird. I know this is like blasphemous, but yeah. I'm just not a huge like leftovers guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I think I just been on some like variety, like Postmates, a new thing or something nah, i don't yeah. cook often either you know like last night i was at a, a yakitori joint right like right. the ototo spot there's a restaurant next to it same owner okay. whatever eating there with some people and like this is like a little fancier dinner they got like seafood and they had like fucking full prawns yeah you know mm -hmm. yeah and there was like a leftover like there's two pieces of leftover like fluke sashimi there's a leftover like grilled prawn and then there's like some leftover grilled squid and i was like this is delicious but nah <laughs> like, like nah yeah, like yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. taking this up this is and then your car just smells like seafood right yeah, yeah. you like, can't take home like a third of a skewer you know what i mean nah bro like somebody <laughs> needs to eat that somebody's gotta eat that yeah or it like but like stews right fried rice right. lo mein soup i'm bringing all that all that's coming home no i feel that i feel yeah. that you can't yeah. i mean it's it's also hard with like noodles and stuff you yeah. know you can't keep that for too long and yeah Dumb, dumb look like he's just not eating any leftovers. <laughs> <Yo. though. laughs> no, I am, man. He has I walnuts am. and f***ing Trader I, Joe's I've chicken. Done, I've done oh, that. Oh, he a Trader Joe's guy. He's no, I, Joe's I, guy. I did that. It just became a regimen of like chicken breasts and fruit and walnuts. And man, it's not sustainable. You yeah. can't do I don't know how people do that. Like Marvel yeah. superheroes, they put them in the training and yeah. they do that every day. You know, I'm like, Trader Joe's is for college kids who's like half their diet is drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. just food you eat coming up or off of drugs right right you know right. like you're like all done from molly like let me get some turkey and yeah. everything bagel hummus <laughs> <laughs> like this will replenish my serotonin We're talking, it's the it's a small world of uh you know grocery stores you're yeah, just yeah. writing down it's a small world and there's <laughs> korean there's Taiwanese, you know yeah. little little samples of yeah. each country you we seem like you're on acid in that store <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah all the signs are handwritten <laughs> yeah it's wild and the thing with trader joe's is though now that like i'm domesticated and I gotta go to Trader Joe's at least once every five weeks. Yeah. To be like, all right, I got the Scandinavian swimmers. Right. And then I got the <laughs> everything bagel spreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got like the buffalo chicken dip. I'm yeah. like, I need those three things. Ha have you ranked some of the the level of Chinese food there? Like, how does it rank? You know, at Trader Joe's. Yeah, at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've I've never personally eaten it. Yeah. It just looks gnarly. My brother right. like loves the Trader Joe's joints and the dudes at the boxing gym are on the Trader Joe's diet. They're like Subway Jarrett's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're <laughs> always just like heating up. They're like, yeah, I eat right. three Trader Joe's meals a day and I'm ripped. And I'm like, damn, I should go on a TJ's diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because there's a viral video of like this Taiwanese kid and his um his grandpa and he brings all the Trader Joe's food and he gives it to his grandpa to try it and, oh, yeah. and rank how how it tastes compared to like real food, you yeah. know. So and not that that's not real, but real Chinese right, food, right, 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 like, authentic. Yeah, and there's certain things that he's it like, it's, it's on point. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. It's like about twenty percent, you know. That's, other, other but stuff. that's still twenty percent more than we thought would hit. For sure, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. He's, yeah. he, I think he tried the soup dumplings or something, and it was like, I just got. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as like Grandpa's losing his palate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. His taste buds are a little off, Grandpa. Yeah. Delirium, you know what I mean? <laughs> People's taste buds really change they when they're do. old. But I also fuck with how old people just don't care anymore. They're like, ah. 
yeah close enough that's true we we had this conversation right. about our parents it's right? a little blend now because they'll I mean? cook for you and then it doesn't taste the it same way you remember the, the way yeah. that you used to eat back in the day because they might make it less salty because now it's too salty for them or something right, right i mean you know my my dad post stomach cancer he doesn't use salt <clears throat> he doesn't use salt anymore so everything is just kind of like you gotta you gotta season it after after the fact, you know. Oh damn! It's not the same, man. The kimchi jigae doesn't hit the same. The yeah. shimmer is gone. Oh man! You know what I mean? I the sesame that. seed addition is. Just, I mean, the sesame damn. seed. Oil, yeah, man, it's sad, bro. No, it is crazy too. I be getting in fights with my parents now, and it's like I'm the more OCD one, and I'm <laughs> the one that's like, "Yo, guys, we have to have standards. If we make plans." <laughs> It's like try to keep the plan, and my dad's like, "Damn, man, when did you become so responsible?" Oh my and god! I'm like, "Oh my god, I became my parents to my parents." Yeah, like this, it's real a mind. We all said we wouldn't. That's it happens, second. man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's terrifying. I Did promised myself not to become my dad. I'm my dad now, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I caught myself dancing at like some event the other day, and I saw the footage, <laughs> and I, I was dancing like my dad, bro. I was like, when you start dancing like your dad, you're like, this Yo. is no, no. What bro, the hell happened, bro? Can we get an example of this? <laughs> yeah, just, we need to it's see. It's just this. like like my shoulders are all the way up to my head, <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> oh the Jansport. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah. You know when an Asian uncle is kind of like he's he, he drank a little too much and his shoulders are a little high up yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. doing like a cholo shimmy. Like I was doing a cholo Asian uncle shimmy, bro. Damn, it man. was terrible, bro. And I remember my dad distinctively doing this yeah. dance and then us being embarrassed about it. You know what I mean? I remember. <laughs> oh were my you, god, were you hot whispering into anyone's ear? Because I feel like that's the uncle move: is get all drunk on yeah. like brandy or cognac. It's hot whispering. No. <laughs> Just focus right now. No, the guttural focus. H. Yeah. No, what it was was I was making my rounds, like hopping from one person to another, just to have a convo. And between the route, I'm just <laughs> shimmying, dancing over. I was like, what am I doing, yeah, bro? bro? I yeah. love being washed. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we are officially washed, bro. Oh, you man. can't even take us to a dry cleaner and get straightened out. At this point. <laughs> I'm we sorry, are officially bro. washed. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to drag you guys yeah. down with no, me. Maybe dude, I'm getting we've it. We've been here. We've okay. been down. We've okay. been here Catching eating leftovers up. for years, bro. We've been waiting for you to start eating leftovers and be man, sure. man, man. Well, I mean, let me ask you because you just got married. Congratulations. Thanks. Is that has that been any part of you feeling washed in any way, or does that has that shifted anything and maybe feeling even more youthful? No, real talk, I was ready to be washed for a minute. Yeah, you know, like for me, generally, like I'm not really that curious to go outside mm. unless it's to play sports. I like gotcha. I like to play gotcha. sports. I like to hike. Yeah. Or like, you know, certain artists, I'd be interested in the art gallery shit. And right. then I used to go to a lot of music shows, but now I'm just like, I, like since, it's weird, since COVID, I'm just like, damn, you can't get me to be in a crowded room. Mm. Not because of COVID, but I'm just like, I like my personal space. Yeah. Like when we were young, going to like SOBs every night and doing dumb shit, yep. you're just like, your body's ready to go get like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like alcohol, drugs fucked up, yep. bumping into people fucked up, fighting people. But now I'm like, nah, I'm, yeah. you know what? I'm going to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm going to just get Back that buffalo Trader chicken Joe's. dip and uh, go watch Succession on the couch. That sounds kind of yeah. fly. But, you know, besides like, art or music or movie shit like i like the only reason i'd go out is to you know like meet girls yeah yeah so now it's like well you know i got i found my person yeah 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 i'm only going out if she want to go out and eat food and shit. Is, is there a level of washed when it comes to food like what what's being washed in the in, in the, the world, world of, food, of food i just don't go to i don't like going to new restaurants new mm, restaurants right. i don't okay. even like going to like hot restaurants so like you're not that. staying on the pulse of the like the new restaurants that are being talked about or whatnot i, I feel like the pulse of new restaurants is basically people still trying to right <laughs> straight up and down like yeah, that's yeah. what everybody needs to keep it a buck about right right all these restaurants they have shit food they got some name chef it's backed by somebody really it's just a category of restaurant where it's like you're still trying to fuck, got you right mm. you're on dates you, or you're doing business it's business it's yeah. business you take people there for business or like big celebration or you fucking mm. right me i'm like I'm fucking at home. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be cooking at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that because yeah. it's all these restaurant groups and packaging it, I guess, yeah. to be this Keep it sexy. experience thing. Right. It's yeah. not like a sweet rom-com tale. No, yeah. it's a, <laughs> no. it's just like, let, let's fuck. 
I mean, yeah. think about it. Even with us, we like to go to our safeties. You know what I mean? We don't we, we don't That's really true. venture out to like new Korean spots. We go to the. It's hard. I've never been a big fan of like Korean fusion spots because you're just you know we've had the original versions of everything. Yeah, there's no fusion spot that I've always been like I want to return to really. And it's, you and I, we, we genuinely get upset if it's not good. We're like, damn it, we should have gone to Hamjibak. You know also, I mean? just to deal with the scene is just like, bro, that's a lot of work, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I met the owner of horses. This is nice, really nice yeah. guy. This dude named Light, and it was like, he's like, yo, what'd you like on the menu? I was like, yo, not for nothing. I really just did Molly in the bathroom and took a fat. <laughs> <laughs> but like i really enjoyed the environment like the ice i was chewing on was phenomenal yeah yeah but like you know you're just there to party yeah. right? like this is a party restaurant yeah. like you know i'm not doing i'm not using this restaurant correctly if i'm eating the food here right yeah. right you know? right, right yeah no i mean it's, it's interesting because now you just hope you just uh you're opening up a spot in london right or did you guys just yeah, launch? We opened a spot like about a month ago and this is yeah. your first like international restaurant yeah first international. congratulations besides yeah. the bootleg Bauhaus in india yeah, there's yeah, a bootleg yeah. in india uh, and a bootleg in argentina oh wow so like technically our affiliates are outside <laughs> <laughs> like the I killer bees the like, hey. i'm like yo you know the restaurant <clears throat> fire people are bootlegging your restaurant yo shout out if you're bootlegging the chinese wait, wait so you yeah. had if nothing to do with it you had nah, nothing to do with it no nah, it was just i just looked i like googled the restaurant one day and then i was like wait we got location in argentina and I looked and it's just a bootleg. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's when you know, man. That's yeah. when you know you made it right there, That's bro. nuts, man. Yeah, how is it running? I mean, is there anything different about running a business out in London, like internationally? Or uh, how, how, how involved, like how are you, do you are you going to just be going back and forth? Or how does that work? Yeah, I go back and forth. I'll yeah. probably be back out there in July. Yeah, yeah. And um, I really enjoy going out there. Yeah. London to me is this ill city that's like right in between the pace of New York and L.A., not comparing culturally, just pace. Right. right? To not even avoid that conversation. Yeah. London, I think pace-wise, it's spread out like LA, but there's significantly more density. And then it's like a lot of old buildings and shit, so you get that old feel. It's right. an older city. So I really enjoy mm. London. That's, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love frequenting London too, man. And I feel like the London culture with rap and everything is just going crazy right now. Yeah, they right got now. good taste, man. Yeah, they do. They're having more fun with it, I feel like, I than feel American like, rap right yeah. now. Am I tripping? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Because their videos, they're just having fun yeah. over here. Like, I don't know. Like, we got keeping up with the Joneses rap now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at your deal. You're looking at my deal. Right. I'm like, y'all are, That's business, exactly are businessmen. I was just talking, talking to Donnie, Donnie Quack about this. Our Quacka Flocka. Yeah, Quacka Flocka. <laughs> yeah, he was just saying like how much he felt like London was having more fun with the rap. And in America, like it just everyone's like angry at every rapper yeah. on yeah. Twitter, and they're like not doing this right or that right. And then the rappers are scared to do this, or they're too aggressive, yeah. or you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like publicly traded companies, and their shareholders complain, and they listen, and it's like so you're not even doing you no more. That's, That's a good true. analogy right God there, damn, man. Dude. I love that. I love that. Um, what like okay, uh, this man right here, you know, he just started putting a lot of food content recently. Like it's blowing up as like a food okay. influence. Okay, Rick. Blowing yeah, up physically. Yeah, he's blowing up physically. My caloric <laughs> intake is off the charts right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, first of all, is that the balance of you doing that physically? Is that is it yeah. tough because you're doing? Well, no, no. I, I I limit myself to like one large meal and then snacks. You know what I'm saying? For the so content when I'm filming. Yeah, yeah. Because I eat. You know, for the for the for the camera, I turn it up a little bit. You know, yeah. I don't use spoons at restaurants. I ask for the ladle. You right, know, right, I do, right. I do, you know, like the silver rice bowl, I do one scoop demolishes, you know what I'm saying? Got I you. like this. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I'm a rapper, so I kind of add my little hip hop twist to it. I narrate it. It's like a, a POV vlog of a meal. You know Word. what I mean? Yeah. yeah this yeah. man is risking his health for the I, cinema. 100%, dude. My sodium intake is off the <laughs> charts exactly. right now. Everyone man. sacrifices their well-being for their art. You yeah, know what man. I mean? I know those long shoots that you've probably had, even as a director, writer, you yeah. know, being a talent. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. How was experience on Huang's world? Like, were you eating a grip? Like, was it hard to control? I know, you know, action is yeah. like, a action Bronson's like controlling his thing. He's like working out in between and yeah. trying to balance yeah. it He's out. He's eating while doing fucking. <laughs> that, that's still hard though, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how people do that. I, I got dumb, fat, and unhealthy on the show. It's like not a way to live because you may have three, two, five scenes a day. Damn. And then... You know, the thing is, I had to keep it real. Like, some of these meals were incredible. Right. And I was like, you know, you can go into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to, like, watch out for my health, watch out for, like, anyone on TV, I think, does think about how they look. Mm -hmm. But 
the other part of it was experiential. And I'm like, yo, when's the next time I'm going to be in Istanbul mm. or I'm going to be in Mongolia? Not that there was anything good to eat there. <laughs> but like, you know, like Peru, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. On somebody else's dime with this like fire food. It's like, yo, if I'm not, if I'm taking home leftovers where I live, you damn, you damn know I'm eating on the food. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ate. I ate everything, bro. Yeah. I was going crazy. It was the producer's mom at one point was like, yo, you need to send Eddie to a fasting camp. <laughs> yeah. That homie looks unwell. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> and there's that Asian thing in me too. Like, I want to finish the meal, you know? I'm already done fi I'm filming, you know? But I, yeah. I asked for seconds for some reason off camera, you know? I just, I don't know. I'm, it's I'm good. going in. Yeah, you just have to take the time. When you have time off of the show and what you're doing, just keep it clean. Yeah. yeah. That's all you could do. Because when you're doing it too... It's just like you gotta enjoy it and live it because people they're your people's conduit. Mm. So if you're not actually experiencing it, then it's like, yo, get somebody else in here. I mean, yeah, you got you gotta be you passionate know, not, about the yeah, thing you're living yeah. vicariously so to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you gotta put on weight for them. Right? <laughs> nah, nah, but yo, bro. you went yeah. through like a body transformation though. You lost mad weight. What did <laughs> yeah, what, what, what I gained most of it back? He was boxing cool. a lot too. Oh, that's I, what it was. I remember I was I went to a barbecue like a few years back <laughs> and he was like boxing at his peak, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, dumb, you box. I'm like, eh, just a little bit. And he's just like, <laughs> he like did like a punch thing to my stomach. Damn. <laughs> like just joking around, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but he yeah, kind of yeah. got me. Oh, <laughs> my bad, Tony. Hey, I, I got my breath knocked out for my a little bad, bit. Bro. I was like. Yo, man. That's what, I'm that's, always rough with dummy, yeah. man. Because I'm always faded when I yeah, see Yeah, he was that. being all right. I'm like, yeah, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, I'm I think he did that to me at Fat Buddha too, bro. <laughs> oh, my, my bad, dog. My bad. I was my like, this, he's really in it right now. <laughs> yeah. He's just roughing up all the homies. New yeah. boxers always do that. They learn a few combos, <laughs> yeah. man. They, you know? Yo, you catch me after 11 o'clock outside, yeah. I'm going to be all riled up. Right. Like, that's Funny, like bro. gremlins awake. Like, <laughs> right. I'm really chill all day. But right. if I'm outside past 10, it's like, ah. Nah, nah. It's because Eddie's always like, he's been verbally boxing, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, like his whole career, he's always been verbally boxing. For so sure. when he took on this new sport, <laughs> he was like, oh, I could channel it this way yeah <laughs> so, it was hilarious that, oh my god that was funny oh, bro. i'm man. obsessed with but i still box like two three times a week yeah it's the best really but that's not how i lost like weight i really would say like working out is like 20 percent. i mm. think the working Word? out is psychologically right that's the benefit like i really benefit psychologically from working out but really it's just diet mm. like it's you just have to keep your calories low somehow yeah do you, you track know? that like do you actually track or nah you know, when just a rough I, estimate when i head? did lose weight my thing that really helped me was intermittent fasting mm, yep and i was just very strict i like no carb and intermittent fasting yeah. for several months and it really re reset my health yeah so then yeah. i've been eating for like four or five years now so i'll probably reset my health in a little bit yeah i feel like intermittent's <laughs> a lot easier too mm -hmm. when you try not to do these like late meetings and dinner meetings too because yeah. that's the shit that throws me off yeah, yeah. for the most part i could just <clears throat> stop at like 6 p.m or whatever and just stop eating but if there's like a late dinner thing then it's it right. gets a little tricky yeah no <clears throat> Yo, I, I like my health was going bad because people always wanted to do dinner meetings oh. like every night for right. like maybe seven years was like, there was always a dinner meeting, yeah. always drinks too. Right. And then I was just like, at some point, I think it was like a year and a half ago. I was like, I just had the confidence to be like, yo, I, I'm not trying to drink. And then it becomes a conversation. Oh, are you sober? No, I'm just, I just don't feel like drinking, but I'm 40. I don't really need to explain this shit no more. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you drink, I don't need to enjoy. Yeah. Do you have a bag for me? <laughs> I mean, you mentioned, exactly. you mentioned you just turned 40, you said? Yeah. Yeah, me, me and Rick, we're, we're headed to 40 we're yeah, like yeah. real close it's yeah. right around the corner yeah, i see it <laughs> yeah and i want to i want to ask you like is has there been a significant you know a shift in mind state or anything because i feel like the last two years have been pretty big for me you know i've had some transformations of my own absolutely you know, so. man absolutely i feel like you know you and i have known each other at least a decade now. right yep and i do love plugging in with you because you're one of those dudes like I got mad love for, mad respect for, but we're not always in each other's orbit because right. you're doing your thing, I'm doing my yeah, thing. Yeah. And I feel like every time I meet you, you and I are both at like a new place. Yeah, true. Yeah. For me, the funniest thing that happened physically around 40, I always played ball with kids like 26, 27, mm. like still people in the young basketball league, competitive playing, yeah. right? I was not the best player. I was like maybe the seventh or eighth or ninth best out of 10, yeah. you know, <laughs> but like I'm playing. And 
it was just like I gained like five pounds around 40 and it was just like tough to get out. And I was like, yo, I just don't have it to play with this age kids anymore. I got to play 30 and up. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, went to a different bracket. Yeah. Switch the difficulty level. Yeah. yeah. Different tax brackets and different <laughs> basketball quarterback exactly. brackets. Basketball was the biggest physical thing that on my face. Like, because you can't lie with sports. I was just like, mm. yo, I'm I'm just a different dude now. Yeah. That's interesting. And then mentally, psychologically, I think I'm more patient and I'm kinder. Mm. You know, like it's just yeah. about. I still don't agree with a lot of the way people do things. Right. I still feel the same about pretty much everything. Yeah. I just know that it's not my place to say it anymore. I, wow. You know what? That's so funny you say this because I almost seen this, I feel like, just from a lot of the things you've done. Because you've been very vocal about everything from early yeah. on. And that's why a lot of people respect you, right? Like a lot of us, right. we grew up listening to your interviews or panels yeah. and when you say, and we're like Eddie goes off, <laughs> and but I loved it, you yeah. know, because we hadn't seen that before. We've seen a lot of circle jerk, yeah, panels and round panels, table. yeah, sure. yeah. And Eddie's all, but you've gotten a lot more chill, I think. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. this guy's at the UTA event, like, yeah, man, I was selling weed in the bench in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just talking about, yeah, I, I messed in my. He, he definitely. Yeah. Toned it down a little bit. It's a, it's everybody. It's even like someone like you know Tyler, Tyler the Creator. You yeah. Know, back in the day when he was younger, he was doing wild shit. Like yeah. you see his interviews now, he's like very chill for sure. Yeah. You know, and composed. But that was the one thing that back in the day really made me fall in love with everything you're doing. Was I, man? I don't know how old I was, but I came across a YouTube video, and this was when you were in a, on a panel or something, and you talked about like. How when you were a kid, you realized like you and this black kid was the same because you were at the grocery store or something with like <laughs> yeah. some watermelon shit yeah. or he got his ass whipped or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he was busting grapes and I was like yeah. busting grapes and like knocking off a peach and his mom hit him and my mom hit me. I was like, oh, <laughs> word. Because that white kid will just come through and knock every apple on the floor. Yeah. And nobody, his mom's like, oh. Yeah. Right, right, right. Damn. And when I heard that on the panel, I was like, yo, who is this dude? Yeah. It really like Some changed, introspective shit. It really changed my whole perspective. And and I was like, finally, like an Asian dude I could relate to, because everybody assumes like if when you were a young kid and you're seeing like Lucy Liu or John Cho on TV, you're just like, There you go, that's me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 100%. Like I wasn't like yeah. John Cho, that's me. <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's that Asian guy in the sprint commercial. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he like gets the, me. Yeah, he looked like the guy sold your mom life insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. And, and Pete, that's not the that's not the case. We all know this. Yeah. And and if we do that, then and we're doing the same thing like the guy battled calling me Lucy Lou. I'm like, you're right. I'm just like Lucy Lou. Yeah. You know what I mean? I actually, I love Lucy Lou. You yeah, know I mean, what I'm saying? Come on, yeah, Lucy yeah, Lou, she's, go. She's the best. Yeah. But no, like, I agree. It's like, I think when I came out, it was just like, I had a lot to say yeah. because, like, we weren't getting represented in any way. Right. You know, mm. and it, it was just like, it was quiet for, dumb quiet for us. And I think. I was just upset and there was a lot to say and there was a lot to like represent about. Yep. And I think over the years, I've just realized I've said a lot and I have really enjoyed sitting back and just giving or creating or like watching people like just like by me vacating, there's like more air and just like I'm enjoying seeing other people talk mm. about being Asian in America. What, was it? Was there something like? It, was it something that you just could not hold back? Like you had to say this shit because you were already on a higher profile and you knew like yeah. if I say it, it's gonna stir some shit up. Yeah. yeah, I lost like mad bread too, but <laughs> yeah. it was just like yeah, it was just shit I had to say. Right, it was shit that like I felt you know there there you know you you've been in entertainment for a minute yeah and it's just like you know at a certain point, like you could break a lot more bread by not saying anything mm, or yeah. being kind of like ignorant to the quality of what you're participating in. Yeah. You just can break more bread, it, you know? It's a curse though. But you yeah, know? my it's... thing was more just like, yo, I don't think I'm gonna be able to live with myself if I don't say what I think about gotcha. this show yep. in this moment, because like, I can't I can't sell you something that I don't really believe in myself. Yeah. So I'm gonna just keep it funky with you. And a lot of times you only get that moment to say it really. Yeah. Because if that you window. say that 
five ten years later nah. it, it comes off way weirder it's yeah. whack because you have no skin in the game exactly it, it's like you it you know, all these people you see the people that like they have a project and then five ten years later they're like yeah it was so bad it was so rough yeah like, i'm like you was telling us to watch it <laughs> that's, no that's that's for real that's true you you're like now you chose yeah. the time to go off on on how Damn. much you hated that pro you know what i mean yeah. i'm gonna be honest man i feel like that too where i want to speak up but there's a fear like i don't know i'm gonna you know i'm admitting it like there's a fearlessness that you guys have just like this bolt like this courage just to be like yo i'm gonna just say it. for me i it's not that i don't say it but i don't go out of my way and like let it be known no, i mean i'll be i'll be honest i play the game yeah heavy too you know yeah. i know there's repercussions i mean in this climate now more than ever right people are being, being careful about what they say <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i i think a lot of times it is that moment it's the heat of the moment yeah a lot of times it happens on podcasts for sure <laughs> you know what i mean this is where <laughs> the edit is crazy this is where 80 percent of people get canceled right here in this space right here just think about it all we're doing is talking for hours no, what it is is like it presents itself as a safe space right but it's not it's, it's not. the least safe space possible <laughs> yeah because you're just talking for hours yeah yeah you could yeah. catch a stray one <laughs> you could 100 you could i mean but i i feel you and i i think it is important to speak up at the moment and you've been through so many of the cycles of projects of hollywood and all that where you know that if as soon as you you let something slide mm. you're like you know what i just play the game here it, things don't end up the way you want it artistically or whatnot and you have no one to blame but yourself and you live you in know? that regret you know you what i mean you have shoulda coulda woulda you know it sucks it really does suck man i so, yeah go ahead yeah eddie what 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 made you start uh separate bedrooms my girl's pregnant she's dumb funny right and i was like you know, she wants to stay home with the kid and be a mom, but also she, you know, yeah. wants to be active. So I was like, yo, you type funny and yeah. you keep us on schedule. So she produces the whole show, wow. does everything. She's the best. So I just wanted to have a business with her. She wanted to have a business with me. Yeah. And like, we need a strike business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's have, really it. Have you I like to work. Yeah, have you always been just kind of in this mind state of like creating something like constantly like to share in general, you know? Because I'm, I'm, I'm the same way in a way. Like I don't, I, I rarely have very low-key moments far as my brand goes. Mm. Maybe in my life, like, you know, health-wise, go on the hikes and have a regimen of well-being. Yeah. But content-wise, I, I keep that flowing yeah you know what i mean the and I always working and i try to and i was i mean i feel like that with you too you've you've rarely been like kind of out of the public eye since you've you know hit the ground running yeah i take i take my breaks but i always have something kind of like on the stove Brewing, where it's yeah. like all right i'm gonna go away for like six months eight months but that thing pops in like 10 right gotcha. and so the thing for me with the pod was you know this is a funny it's it's a cool thing to talk about on a pod. It's funny because like I'd been offered podcasts and things like that. I always enjoyed guesting on it. Yeah. But I just didn't think I'd have the discipline to show up fifty two mm. weeks out of the year. Cause I'm like AI. Like I'm you know <laughs> practice. <laughs> practice. Right. Practice. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm uh, yeah, I may get two technical fouls just to skip the next game. Right, facts. You know? Wow. But you know, what it was was with my girl, I was like, I know she's gonna keep us on track. Like mm. and you know, people had always reached out to us to do pods. And in this moment, I feel like as artists, it's important to have a channel where people can just talk to you and they get it straight from you and it's unadulterated. And I think that is, when I became a film director, that is a team sport. Right. There's so many things that happen between the script that you go out to sell, the script that gets shot. Yeah. The way everything, mm. it's just... That is a team sport. 100%. And I really missed sitting at a desk and just writing a book by myself. Yeah. Or podcasting. Because it's just kind of like so intimate. Yeah. And, Solo voice. Yeah. And, and as I've been doing it, I'm just like, yo, this is a this is an ill mental workout every week. Yeah. So I really love podcasts. Like, I won't miss a week now. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. You yeah. look forward to it. You look forward to it. I really do. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I I love the concept of the pod, the separate bedrooms. I saw the, I heard the conception of it, uh, inception of it at, um, um, uh, on Bobby's podcast, Tiger yeah, Belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whole, whole idea of separate bedrooms. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because, I mean, I was t thinking about, like, I Love Lucy, where there's sleeping on separate beds. Yeah. It's not separate bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Separate bedrooms is like a whole other, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a whole yeah. other concept, even beyond the I Love Lucy. Right, case. right, right. Yeah. And you molded the whole podcast. It's like comforting, you know what I mean? It's like, it's in the comfort of the, of your spot. Oh, 
do you prep like before the episode do you have like bullet points or are you just kind of like let's go wing it we yeah. have no prep the only thing we do now is i tell wifey i'm just like yo when i'm cooking <clears throat> let's just pull out like three of the posts we've dm'd each other that are funny <clears throat> and talk about them so my idea with the pod was i really liked what bobby and Kalila were doing yep. and i was like this is fly to get to know somebody through their relationship mm. and for me i was like i've just learned and grown so much in my relationship yeah. and it's made me a better person that i'm like all right you know i don't mind letting people see this i like the person that i am right now and especially i like the person that i am with her in my house mm. and so i was i was just like that's the theme of the pod and we're going to invite guests that like we know and our homies it's not like random people that's promoting a project yeah. that came through a publicist. I'm like, yo, you're gonna get to know us and you're gonna get to know homies like in the environment we all hang out already. Right, yeah. And so I was just like, this is an ill project that really is getting it closer to the truth of like who I am and who my friends are. Right. And who my girl is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think like, I thought it was a lot of fun so far. Do, Yo. do you think it would have been a different experience like working with a girlfriend as opposed to a wife? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I would never do it. <laughs> you never do never. it? Never. Have you ever been in a situation where you've actually worked with someone in a, like that you're in a relationship with? Because that doesn't sound like it'd I've, work out too nah, well. <laughs> I've given notes. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, there's been people who will like book me for something and we were hanging out, yeah. you know, but like, nah, nothing of this level. Like yeah. she's the only one I trust and like to, you know what? My first girlfriend, uh, we had the t-shirt line together, Hoodman clothing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that went really well, but like we lived together and everything. Oh, got you. But like, not to the level of this, this is like very public and yeah. like, you know, we're fully running it together. It's just us and Julius. It's very vulnerable too. You're sharing a lot of stories and experiences. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. it's you, different than like a t-shirt. Gotcha. Are you ever wary, like, man, I'm giving too much? Or, like, you know, I'm giving too much access to my personal life? Like, you know, you're giving the fans a little bit too, like, you know how, like, with Bobby, Kalila, people got into their business, they have their own opinions right, and right. stuff like that? Like, are you worried about that at all? Yo, it's a good question. I'm not, because, like, I can't see nobody. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, you're behind the screen. Like, I've already just, like, who the f*** are you? Like, right, you know, right, right. But that's me. Like, that's yeah. me in my head. My girl doesn't like it, right? Like, you know, so she doesn't not like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm misrepresenting her. Her thing is, is just like, she's, she's not as into the negative comments. Yeah, right? yeah, of course. And like, I understand that. That's rough. They kind of, they kind of come on funny with women. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. They make it about shit that it's not even There's about. some incel vibes in there. Come on, yeah, <laughs> Yo, the podcast YouTube world is wild incel-y. For real. So, you know, I totally understand when wifey's like, you know what? I'm not looking at this shit today. Yeah. You know, but for me, I. I'm kind of just like, yeah, yeah. Who gives a? Fuck? Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. girl's upset about my comments. She's not even <laughs> mentioned in the comments. I know? mean, we have a female co-host on, on this show who's out of town right yeah. now, and man, yeah, she's it's just not some fair. Sh what people yeah. say not, to them, it's not she's fair. a soldier, man, for yeah, like for you know real. tolerating all. It that. really isn't fair. Um, I wanted to bring up like, you know, fresh off the boat, the the book and the memoir you wrote. Mm. Like, do you do you feel like? when you came out the gates with that and what it has become with multiple seasons of a TV show, like that bag helped you kind of secure like a little bit of freedom to work on a lot of these other projects afterwards. You know what I mean? You know, well, I fucked up my bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fumbled it? So I didn't fumble it. I threw it out the window. Ooh. I okay. straight up was just like, I'm out. Wow. You know, cause like I was getting paid to voice over the show. And so right. it was just one oh, day. Yeah. Like it's been written about so many times. Yeah, of like, course. That's that, but that's like the talent fee. I mean, you're, you were you still attached like throughout the process? Yeah, as a producer. Producer, yeah. But like, I'm I I was making more money on the like voice. Right, right, right. So I threw multiple. I threw a hundred episodes out the. That window. that is wild. I can't. I still like when I yeah. read about that, and I you know I'm like, damn, Eddie just yeah. had such a strong feeling about yeah. this. That's yeah. that Chappelle move like, right there. This and just threw it out the window. Like, yeah. it's just wild. It's because the day they asked me, they were like, yo, here's the line. A Jewish kid, a black kid, and an Asian kid go to a Beastie Boys show. Isn't America great? And it was like the kid's first rap show on the show. And I was just like, yo, so I, 
I never went to a Beastie Boys show. No, no disrespect. Love them. Yeah. Legends, right? Wonderful rap group. I think if you ask the Beastie Boys themselves, they'd be like, look, if you're a sitcom in America, the first one representing Chinese Americans here, and a big hook of it is that kid's affinity for black culture and rap music, yeah. maybe go to a black artist show. Mm. That's it. It's not a big ask. Right, right. And right. I said that. And I said it in the room. I was like, yo, my first show was Outcast. They got a double disc. All right. <laughs> you already co-signed. You're mainstream code. You got to have a double fucking disc. Like, why isn't this Outcast? Yeah. And they're just like, just say line. Yeah. Just say the line. Yeah, yeah. And they turned it on. And I was just like, black kid, Jewish kid, Asian kid, go to a Beastie Boys show. Isn't America three-fifths great? And they're just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> wow. Let's get out of here. Damn. That's what happened. Yeah. Suck my dick. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm still mad. Yeah, of course. You know, of course. I'll always be mad. That's your baby. But That's your baby. Also, I'm just like, how hard would it have been to do the right thing? Mm. And then also, you know, these a lot of the, the you know, people at the time a lot of people in the asian community were mad at me and were like yo shut up don't ruin our moment because it's one of the don't first critical it's the first thing and, and they're like just just we're in the door yeah like that's disappointing as i though. think those people's mindset is whack yeah it's super super whack it's yeah. just like by any means necessary like, yeah and i'm like yo that show straight up the hook was a chinese kid into black culture yeah like Honor, like if you're gonna do it, honor it. Right. You know, like be respectful of that bond. Hundred percent. Right? And so I was just like, I'm not gonna be a part of this. Shit. That yeah. mentality of like, yo, you just just be quiet. That's the submissive. That's the mediocrity that held us back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And now you hear all of them post 2020. Come on, and like, G. Now they saying the shit I was saying, and I was like, y'all, y'all, y'all kind of tried to blackball me out here for that. Right, right. I'm too talented though. Yeah. That's like that five years ago. You should have said that. Five gremlin keepers couldn't stop me i mean but you're right though like that kind of behavior from the studio would not even fly nowadays really yeah you know i mean you'll get so much from from asian and black community on both of those you know but But i'm just curious why wouldn't they make that change that little slight change is it just a power thing or what it's a power thing they straight up would you like they didn't want me in the room yeah they just they was just like you know but that, those are the moments when you don't speak up shit don't shit don't change absolutely yeah you know what i'm saying Honestly, they know who daddy is i wrote this shit. That's, <laughs> yeah. my, that's my life yeah yeah, yeah. that's nah. my life when you're taking somebody else's you're gonna scurry like a little cockroach so, right right mm-hmm. you know that's how they moved what what's the big thing that you learned from that experience like with all these new shows you're developing are you just going in from the beginning being like these are the terms like I, i'm not you know budging on shit. i got respect now yeah. It's just because when I was first, it was like, this is a favor to you. Mm. This is a favor to you. I remember at one point, one of the producers sent me a photo of that pest control company, like making something heal. Yeah. And was like, you're going to heal. And I was like, oh, you chose the wrong one, dog. Damn. Yeah, yeah, You chose yeah, the yeah. wrong one. And wow. like, granted, I fucked my bag up, but like, I have a career. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I wrote that book. They made a show. Bro, I wrote and directed an, another film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I got all the other stuff I've done. And so now I have a body of work. I got like almost 300 hours of fucking Wong's World on Vice. So when I do a show with Showtime, like those executives respect me. Mm-hmm. I, I got love for them. Right. And uh, oh, in the strike, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about shows and stuff. This no work is going on. Sure, but sure. Like in that process, when you sell your script to a place, I think. You just got to make sure that they have respect for you and the project in the way that you do for that project as well. Right. And so I've been much better about choosing who the partners are. I love my partners on my projects. Yeah. I love the like places I'm at. So I think that's just it is like if you stay in this town long enough, you know, you'll find your people that really want to give you the runway to like do the best version of your work got you got you yeah, what, what, kind, what kind of stuff are you watching right now like television wise i am curious and <laughs> there's like a genuine curiosity. yeah no i mean like obviously i watched succession watching the idol yep. and then um yo, random show on uh, apple tv silo i watch silo i've heard of it yeah, i haven't watched sci-fi. it yet. okay it's like you know the you know like there's certain things that are a little like middle of the road and very canned phrases but generally that is a very well acted show yeah shot well good story like i actually like it jury duty Superfly. yeah um abbott elementary you know shout out to zach fox and them yep, you know like yep. love that but 
I really watch a lot of old movies. Uh, that's really my pocket I'm in. I watched this like French movie, The Innocent, the other day. You're on your Criterion bag right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're yeah, on yeah, your Criterion bag. I'm on my you Criterion. You keep telling me about no, that. No, I'm on it. I mean, yeah. Criterion's tough though because it's older and it's a lot slower. Right. So you got to really, it's it's nice to watch it with a friend or two. Right, you got to right. have a little club, you know what of I mean? Course, of course, of course. People that you watch it with. I'm not gonna lie. I've had I fall, my <laughs> fall asleep ratio on the Criterion movies yeah. is, is up there. But I'll yeah. tell you the Criterion. The way to do it is the matinee. Like you gotta just afternoon, right, right. Get high, have a have a coffee, have a have you know a little joint and hit your bong. Sit down for three hours, watch the Criterion joint. True. Leave the windows open. Yeah. You know, like that's I think the zone to do the Criterion. Shit. What what Criterion does for you though is like when you watch those movies, it really inspires you to get weird. Yeah. And know that like people appreciate these things, you know yeah. what I mean? And they they build cult followings or like they're highly heralded. You know, like people really love these films. And, and they were risk takers back then. Yeah, you, know you I mean? watch these and you're like, whoa, this is bugged out, right? You know what I mean? The rhythm, the tempo, yeah. everything is bugged out on it. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I really respect. Movie's really good too. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I really most of my sh I go to cinephile and I just rent videos there still. Mm. A DVDs and then play it on like an old PlayStation. Oh damn! Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was asking, you know, a lot of the projects that I read about that you're developing or you have worked on in the past, they reflect so much of your your life and personal story. I was wondering, like, in the future, when if you're creating something from scratch and deciding to do something completely away from your life, like, what would it be? Because I always talk about how, like, you know, a lot of the Asian Asian and Asian Americans right now, we talk about our struggle, especially Asian Americans, like, yeah. I think, in this country. Like, there's a lot of the struggle story and all that. But I'm like, what, you know, when's that next, like, Game of Thrones-y, like, weird, mystical, where's, where's our Harry Potter and Hogwarts yeah, yeah. gonna come? You yeah. know what I mean? I'm wondering if there's, like, a thought that you had where you would, like, completely stray away from, like, your personal story, you know? You know, I definitely am straying very far away from my personal story now. Like after Boogie, I'm just like, that's that's the bookend on my personal story stuff. Mm, that's oh, okay. cool, you know. Like, and I'm really enjoying it. Like, yeah, yeah. The scripts that I wrote, um, it's uh, the new ones that are being packaged right now and stuff. They're all dealing with emotional issues that I'm figuring out in my life, mm. but the characters are all pieces of other people that I know. Right, right, and right. And then like mixed together. Gotcha. They're not, any, none of them is like one person. It's yep. like that part of that and that part of this and boom, there's your character, there's your character. But they're dealing with like emotions that I'm working through or worked through. Because I think that's where I begin my writing. Like I never, I can't, this is a funny thing. If I outline it, I'm never writing that script. Mm. that script just won't get written because i'm not curious anymore interesting wow. okay if i'm gonna finish a script i just gotta be in the character's heads and go blah 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 blah, blah, blah and just sit in the chair for three to five days and just be done so no outline just go straight into the script i go straight in if a studio wants me to outline first i just write the script then i write the outline and i give them the outline gotcha and i wait to give them the script right and it was just like i argue with my agents forever because i'd be like i don't write like that but they're like you have to do the outline so I was like fine i'm gonna just compromise yeah it's all right i'm gonna just write the whole script we'll outline it you give me notes i'll adjust the full script but yeah. i have to be in that character's life in head to yeah. finish this shit. You need that tunnel vision. Who, yeah. Who who's helped you like break down your emotions the most? Like, has it always has it been like a therapist or like a girl or like a family member? You know, like because I I think about that too. Like when I'm thinking about my own internal struggles, I'm like, it's, I don't even it's, know how to map it. I bro. feel like a lot of times it's me trying to figure it out because right, I'm right. not in therapy. You know what I mean? But I, I, that's something I I should do and I'm planning to. But yeah. I don't have someone right now that's directly helping me navigate that. You know. Yo, it's such a good question. Like, uh, I feel that the things that my therapist has told me, they like they make sense, right? Logically, phenomenal advice, and conceptually, in theory, totally. But the 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 kind of like fallacy with therapy is that therapy solves it, and you just show up and you're better. I think they can identify issues but you actually have to go through an experience mm. that calls on that learning to actually learn. Mm. And so 
I would say that my therapist can identify things and identify patterns and bring things to my attention, but really it's living life. And in that critical moment that comes up again, like what you worked on in therapy, right. are you gonna do the right thing for yourself? Right. And that decision has oh, to Oh, so the you. application is pretty much the decision making. Yeah. Wow. And I think a lot of my thing is I'm very independent, but also a little bit defensive. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so I when I feel like communication breaks down for me in a relationship with like homies or work or whatever, I kind of like go quiet. I mm. kind of just go quiet, do the work myself. And, you know, I just kind of am like, whatever, man. Right. What I learned through my relationship with my girl is you sometimes, man, like it, there's no shame in being the one to like throw the rock across the lake and be like, hey, we should talk. Right. We should talk. And just being the bigger man and being like, yo, we should talk. Like, I I care to be here. And even in my maddest moments, I used to act like I didn't care. Now I'm just like, yo, I care about this. Right. Yeah. And to go back to the fresh out the boat situation, it's ill to talk about and it's funny. And, you know, that's the young version of me that was like, yo, three-fifths great, fuck you. Right? right. That's, yo, if I had that moment back, I would probably have been like, yo, guys, Let's call the agent. Let's call the manager. Let's figure it let's out. Let's sit down. Let's figure it out. No disrespect. Sorry if I have to delay this session. But like there is a real issue that I think, you know, requires all of our attention and care and like, you know, yeah. vulnerability here. Let's like, I get it. We all have jobs. I get it. We're all trying to make a hit show. I get it. You're attached to the words on this page. Yeah. But do you understand what's going on? Yeah. And I wouldn't have to bend or compromise. I could stay in front of you and stay mature and say that. That's the growth because yeah, I could do that. Because that, that, at that moment, you were like just not afraid to lose it all almost, yeah. right? That was pretty much what that was. You know what? I'm going to admit something. Yeah. I was afraid to lose. That's why I acted that way. Ah, uh, okay. Because you're like, maybe I can't win <laughs> the argument. Right, bro, relax. Right? Yeah. I know now. I, I know I'm going to win. Yeah. So- yeah. I should have just knew I had the biggest dick in the room. Yeah. And was like, everybody, let's take a beat. Let's talk and like work through and lead them to water. I think instead I threw the water in their face. And it's mm. like, no one was going to listen to that. Yeah. True. This is, this is the growing up, shit, you know. Yeah. True yeah, strength man. comes in gentleness. You know what I mean? No, I love it. I Damn. love it. It's the confidence that you know you're going to win. Right. No, I feel like we've all had the, had those moments 100%. and also it's just interesting because we followed your journey yeah. heard hundreds of interviews of course <laughs> and you hear it in the growth in the interviews yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you've tuned into yeah yeah you know what i mean it's incredible. the volume decibel <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. the dude that's the weakest and doesn't believe he could get it done is did what i did right you know like and i wasn't wrong and i don't regret it yeah it was my path i had to do that and there's just so much it was like first Asian show in 25 years. Right. Everybody had something they needed from this show. Like everybody's bag in our community in some way, shape, or form was tied to the performance of that show. True. That's crazy. It was a lot. It was a fucking lot. That's crazy. And that and that was fairly young, man. I gotta say, when you when you when that came out, what were you like 29, 30, something yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. And and I'm thinking about myself at 29, 30. I'm like, <laughs> I was not ready for something like that Hell to yeah. drop. You know, how long ago yeah. was that, man? Like, I can't even. Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, man. that's this... what I'm saying. Like, I, I wouldn't have been ready for something so big in that way. And and I think at at some point, I'm grateful for the for a slow rise. Almost, you know. Yeah. You know, we we've all have like the insanely huge pop star type friends, yeah. and you're next to them, hearing about all these stories and things they're going through. The, the twitter frenzy they're going through right. and they're like a mess yeah you know sweet spot is kind of like the fermentation just <laughs> the right in the, the, the middle of yeah, it all yeah, yeah. you know that's a sweet spot yeah Damn. it's crazy man i know that that's that's great man i'm happy for you bro and thanks. you seem very happy in everything that i'm seeing thanks man i i am i just like i feel on it's the most asian shit i'll ever say yo man hard work respect patience like i switched my game up yeah i switched my game up and it's a little slower and right. things don't happen the way I always want them to happen, but now they happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and also like something about 
this is very helpful to you yourself as a leader right like when you when we you're in the business that we are in like we have a team of people we lead you know and and i just knew my behavior at a certain point too was just coming off such negatively to my whole team mm. yeah you know i wasn't talking to my people right mm. you know what i mean it was oh, you think you are now or what <laughs> <laughs> i mean i have my moments no, where i'm like i gotta no. get some shit done For and sure. i'm like but i'm like i can't be yelling at somebody yeah, yeah. from top of my fucking lungs none yeah. of us knew how to do this shit yeah because honestly as an artist this shit is dumb raw that's honestly the idol like people think a lot of things but that show's kind of interesting to watch lily rose depp's character just like kind of melt down just because of pressure and like right. wanting to be good and as i relate to it yeah I, and then i yeah I, I guess the overall that part is interesting because she's she's relying on this other person now because everyone who's she's been around is like failing her yeah and so she's looking to this like false god kind yeah. of character well, she doesn't believe in herself right you know and it's just like do you i mean when you were coming up right and you knew you were a good rapper but was was there anything you were ever like yo i feel a lot of pressure and i'm really like nervous about it like like you know in the end you're gonna do it but like in the process you were like ah like acting out oh um, yeah 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 i mean it's 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 tough. I feel like I'm. I've always was the one who just signed up on the list. Like even though I wasn't ready, yeah, you know, I was scared out of my mind. But I'm gonna sign that list. But because once I sign that list, I have to go up. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I've I always been like that. Yeah, you've every always been week, like that. Every you know, like I have a list of things I got to do. All these shows I'm producing or this that. But I, I always say I do it like, you know, the monthly comedy show. Yeah. I just do it because it gives me something. To, uh, it gives me a deadline. You rob yourself You rob yourself of the choice of opting out. You know what I mean? You For just, sure. You just sign up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Once you sign up, you can't. And it comes to, I say sign up because that was the first thing. It was like signing up for that open mic and right. hopping yeah. on stage. And know? I like your process. You just go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. Like acting, you just jumped in and now you're crushing. Do you know what I mean? Like you just do it. Yeah. And, you know, I really respect that about you. It's like the Gucci Mane approach, the Ooh. future approach, you know, like just keep working because you're going to get better and better and yeah. better. And I'm in the same boat as you. Like I'm always just working. And I think I've let people see me or my work at times before it's like fully finished and fully baked. Yeah. And like there's there's a little like, ah, like slight regret in it, but also just like, nah, bro, just keep going. Yeah. Like keep going. Like, in the end you're just gonna look back and love all of it yeah the amazing thing is when i when i looked up to eddie was when he was talking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was when i yeah. was like yo i'm with this too but i mean you know <laughs> your audience grows with you though the mat you know everyone's maturation happens so like when they see it the development period they see the fall they see the rise they see the plateaus it's just like the love for you and the bond it just it just laminates it strengthens even more yeah i mean it, i think the fans get excited of that you know talking your and all that but once once they once you got them you have to show them more than that yeah you have to back it up and let them know that there's other there's a whole behind the curtains that goes on yeah to do what you do but if you don't even have that part yeah then it, it's it's a waste yeah stop talking yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's a my waste. thing is i still feel the like i told you i still feel the way i feel about everything like if we're at cafe blue i'm gonna talk a lot of right <laughs> <But, laughs> like i something about that ideas. spot man that's yeah. the space that's, that's, the, best, that's the arena bro. for that i <laughs> stay running in the dumb there i'm <laughs> yeah. always that's the k-town danger room you know yeah what I mean? you that's already right know yeah. you know we shouldn't even tell people about this place <laughs> right. yeah so we'd be in the spot i'll talk magic my thing is just now it's like yo don't do it in a way where it's gonna hurt people's feelings we all most of us all feel the same way about certain things yeah like there's, when there is a situation, it's like there's only so many ways you can look at it. <laughs> but it's like, does that other person or that other group need to know how you feel? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. That's empathy. Empathy. That's that's the biggest growth is like being more empathetic. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, they probably hate me too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Exactly. What they say it's a, in the Bible, it says like everything's permissible but not beneficial. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely, that's that's true. That's wisdom right there. And it's yeah. God's timing, Eddie. Like you know, you got a kid coming on the way. You can impart a lot of wisdom by going through the going through the roads. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope, man. I'm very excited to be a dad. I'm a I'm a do my best and be a good dad. You yeah. Know Have I mean? you always been excited about something like that? Like. Yeah, I would say that I always knew I wanted to have kids, but I did not feel like I. 
I, I had a sense personally, I knew that I didn't even have my own psyche and self in control until my late 30s. Mm. I feel around 38, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm a good, like, I like who I am. I think this is a really good version of me. And I think I actually have seen enough where I can be responsible for somebody. Right, um, right. It's like finally, like you take a bunch of pictures and finally found one. Okay, I could produce it. I can go yeah. to the dark room now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and print this one out yeah. right here. It's not even a money thing. It's a like emotional control thing. Like I'm in enough control of my emotions. I understand enough of what the hell is going on in my head that I think I could be a good parent to you. That's mm. a that's great because a lot of people real. get thrown in it without even being ready absolutely you know that's they great and they juggling you know what i mean yeah that's, that's not fair to nobody yeah i mean people try though like people get pregnant for all kind of reasons so yeah. you know it's, it's hard like my mom had me when she was like 21 oh yeah yeah young so real young it's tough i mean she did her best yeah right. for sure man Yo, Eddie, man, thanks for coming on the show, bro. Thank you for man, having I, me. I really, that was amazing. it was dope. That was a great talk, man. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it's crazy. Just I, I feel like I followed your growth too because you've been so vocal in like every aspect of your career. <laughs> you could always check in and be like, that's where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> straight up. Yo, he's, he's like, he's different from episode 22 from episode 145, right? <laughs> like, Is he still yelling at people? <laughs> yeah. Nah, straight up, man. Nah, I love it. I love the pod. Separate bedrooms, um, a bathhouse in London. I'm always excited when I see a variety or deadline headline of, of, of you on it, bro. Come on. And I'm just bro. like, every project that I see you work on, I'm like, I feel like I could be in this. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel straight up. I yeah. read the synopsis and I'm like, I gotta, I, I call my agent. I'm like, I gotta get an audition for this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what's up. No, it's always like, I mean, I was talking to Edison Chen about it too. There's only so many dudes like us. And it's just, honestly, like I've been writing some Korean American characters. It's not just Chinese Taiwanese all the time. So, you know, us you know now, I'm gonna bro. hit you up. You know us. I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna hit you up. <laughs> We've been to Cafe Blue enough yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Doing your research. <laughs> exactly. You know, like I could spread a little business in the Korean community. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. No, no, I appreciate you, man. And we're always going to be fans of everything you do, bro. Same, man. Much love to you, the mayor of K-Town. You Thank know what you, sir. Always repping for us. <laughs> Thank for you, sir. Yo, Eddie Huang. Eddie Huang, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. See you guys next nice. week for another episode of Fun With Dumb. Peace. Brr